You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Okay. Every time I listen to that intro song, bro, I get pumped up. Yeah, me too, man. It makes me forget about <laughs> the Canadian in our miss. <laughs> Fuck you. Showing. Sarge, sorry, showing. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, it. this is Hitting Ringside. We are in episode number 199. Next week we got the big two zero zero. Uh, tonight's going to be a good uh, episode. We have a special guest, a returning guest, Mr. Eugene Robinson. He is always fun to have on the show. We will have him on here in the next few minutes. But before we go on to the episode, let's give a quick shout out to HKA USA. Go to hkausa.com. Show your support. They show, the, they show support to fight book enemy <laughs> and to a lot of fighters. Try to say that 10,000 times. Um, also, quick shout out to our uh, streaming partners, Triller TV, Flow Combat, ESPN Plus, The Zone, and MMA TV. And also shout out to all our promotions that we work with. Uh, fight World, Brave, EFL, XFN. And now... Your mom. I... <laughs> I am now the new media manager for this badass MMA and bare knuckle promotion AMA Fighting Championship. So, congratulations, Roberto. Take a bow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Or if you like, you prefer, if you prefer, bend over. <laughs> so, Fightbook MMA is going to be heavily involved with that promotion. Um, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. When I got the call that. Uh, they want to hire me i was like let's go let's do it i love helping out uh, up and coming promotions so uh and they're not going to be your you know like your regional promotion they actually have 12 events already scheduled uh they got some events scheduled uh, out of the country um it's a it's a badass promotion intermissions they're going to have a concert I was uh, going to say congrats, a- congrats on being the first diversity hire for that organization. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's going to be cool. I'm going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be uh, having me out in their events covering since I'm the media guy. So it's going to be fun, 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 fun. So shout out to AME Fighting Championship and to I'm everybody a- that's uh, there. So they're inclusive. Um, they hired this Mexican. All right, well, let's give a shout out to. (laughs) Give a shout out to that music, bro. Ole. Viva Mexico, cabrones. Yeah. Let's do a quick shout out to foxhoundfuel.com. Use our discount code foxhoundfuel. Uh, or actually, our discount code is FBMMA. It's an all caps. Uh, use that code at foxhoundfuel.com. Use your phone. Scan that QR code. 
anything and every time you purchase anything from them, just use our discount code. You get 20% off. And also to the fellas, my boy, John Tyler, he's killing it over there. Um, you get some comfortable <clears throat> underwear, go and uh, purchase yours. Use our discount code for 20% off. Fightbook in all caps. And if you want to purchase some gear, uh, please uh, go and uh, scan our, our QR code there or uh, click the link at the Fightbook MMA website. Um, yep, it's right over there. And uh, yeah, and if you don't see the, the, the gear, just hit me up or hit any of us up and we'll direct you to the right uh, place for you to purchase your uh, your stuff. So that shirt is nice. I know David's wearing the hoodie. Um, I've got the hat on right now. So yeah. My shirt's go. in the laundry. Get sorry. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah. all right, bro. Mine's I forgot my suit. Of course, <laughs> you know. So I got I got the fight book hoodie. It works. There you I'm, go. I'm, I'm wearing my fight go, book go get you condom. There you <laughs> Damn, bro. I got the fight book MMA fucking whip and chains, so. Nah. <laughs> nah. No? Too far? Uh, too far? Uh, I'm sorry. It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> it's time to wrap it up. All right, guys. Well, let's do a quick rundown on the upcoming events in the MMA kickboxing grappling Muay Thai category. Tomorrow, live on Fightbook MMA, we have one Friday Fights 48. That's going to be a banger of a show. Also on Saturday, Saturday is a heavy loaded MMA event. We have uh, UAE Warriors 46. Extreme Kickboxing New Era. That's going to be streaming live at the website. Also, Centrion FC 17, another kickboxing event. That's also live at the website. And, of course, UFC 297. Then on Sunday, UAE Warriors 47. So they got two shows back-to-back. Nice. Uh, that's going to be pretty badass. Um, in the boxing, bare-knuckle slap fighting category on Friday, is slap fighting on tomorrow? No. Power slap? No, they're power slap. They're not there. No. That Friday event's not this Friday, right? No, I think no. it's next Friday. If next I'm Friday. Not mistaken. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so this Friday, we in uh, Quintana Roo, Mexico, we have David Cuellar Contreras versus Pablo Ariel Gomez. Damn. Those are some pretty Mexican names. Yes, sir. Those are my home, my primos. Those are my primos. <laughs> they're just they're fighting in a 10 round in the Bantamweight uh, division. Also on Saturday, we have Alliance Boxing, Blake Anderson versus Nieto Camera. That's going to be live off Fightbook MMA. Then on ESPN Plus in Liverpool, it's going to be a title fight. Natasha Jonas versus Micaela Mayer. Damn. They're fighting for Jonas's IBF women's welterweight title. And uh, yeah, if uh, what do we say, David? If we're not what? If you're not watching every single second of every round, every fight, of every event that Rob just mentioned, and drinking a case of Bud Light while you're at it. Not a real fight fan, folks. Not a and real you, fight You got to be doing those, those fucking Friday challenges, dude, too. Dana White doesn't do it for no reason. It's a test. <laughs> and if you don't do it, you fail. You fail the test. You're not a real fight fan. Yeah, it's definitely a real fight fan weekend. And I think, uh, what is the other, doesn't Uriah favor his promotion? I believe they're having an event. Taking uh, yeah, you, there's around. there's a lot of events happening. There's a, a grappling here. event tomorrow in Abu Dhabi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, Aljo versus Chase Hooper. Um, All right. That's right. I forget yeah, what it's man, called, there's, bro. There's a, there's a shit ton of events happening, man, that I just, if I put everything on the on the list, we'll be here. Hey guys, so, so it looks like we got uh, Eugene joining us now. You want to introduce him, Roberto? Hell yep. yeah. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have the what? And only our brother from another mother, 
Mr. Eugene Robinson. What's ah, up, bro? I, hey, it took me long enough to get back, but I'm glad to be back. I look yeah. like I look like these eyeglass things. I look like Dracula, man. It's just... <laughs> hey, you look smarter. That's yeah. an omin ominous lighting there. I like it. Yeah, it's a disguise. Oh, oh. oh. There we go, bro. Hey, hey, we, we need that light, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Eugene. Eugene yeah, welcome so back, Eugene. For, yeah, yeah. It, it's been a while, man. It's uh, you know, we made it to 2024. Of course, it's uh, a whole new world out there. And last we spoke, I mean, I don't remember what episode it was. It was probably a hundred episodes ago because we we're just making up history as we go along, seemingly here on sitting ringside so well you guys but, uh, you guys are killing it I, I like hanging around with rich guys so this is very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh congrats too on the memoir uh rudy had that qr code up uh of course eugene author uh five-star review on amazon go get it there's the qr code the man himself eugene authored a walk across dirty water straight into murderous road congrats on the success of that man hey it, it was it was worth it just to be able to tell the world about the size of Henry Rollins' penis. So, <laughs> ah, sorry, ah, I realized I'm not a jujitsu now. <laughs> but definitely a good read. I recommend everybody that's watching and or listening get a copy of it. And if you are, if you do want, do you, Eugene, do you do the signed copies too as well? Or how yeah, how man. somebody? Yeah, yeah okay. Send, send it to me. I'll sign it. Send it back. Easy. Okay, perfect. And how how are things? You mentioned uh, jujitsu. How are things over at the Sarau Academy, the pirate ship itself? Oh, hey, bro! Yesterday they put out a silver alert for me. <laughs> you fucking believe? I'm not. Hey, you think I'm I'm kidding? Like there was some like screw up with my wife in communication, and so she called Sarau like at nine o'clock, crying like, "Where is Yuji? Where is Yuji? I haven't seen him. I don't know what happened to him. Like I got home late from band practice." And I get up 6 a.m. to go to jiu-jitsu. So she just assumed I hadn't come home. And I was, like, lying in the alley somewhere. So <laughs> the whole team got activated. And they literally silver alert for me, you know? <laughs> I mean, fuck, bro. As I'm, 60, I'm 61. But, I, you know, I don't get lost. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> A silver well, alert. I, I can't wait till somebody alert. puts one, one out on me, man. <laughs> That's right. Wait. He's a, he's you know what? You know what? You know what, Rudy? Now that you mention it, I'm gonna do one tomorrow morning, bro. And you know, I, I, th Just I for the thought, hell of it, I, I thought getting old was when you see white hairs on your balls. Yeah, that, that too, bro. That, that's that what that too. landscaping thing is for. Get rid of those. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Eugene, of course, I'm glad pleasure to have you on again. Thanks for making the time. Uh, we are gonna start the show. I mean, we will get to UFC 297. Do some picks, predictions, kind of a, I mean, I do miss the care, don't care. Gene, I was always a forever listener of that show. We'll kind of do a, our version of it here tonight, uh, UFC 297. But reverting back to last weekend's card, I do want to talk about the main event uh, with my, my Uncle Liev, Johnny Walker. Uh, my picks were yeah. terrible. I picked Johnny Walker. He is a Gicta. Eugene, okay. is, he, is he a Gicta? I mean, yeah, but man. Uncle Liev. Yeah, yeah. Guy, 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 I can't trust anymore. And that with him happened for the simple fact of putting the cart in front of the horse. You know, he's got that it factor, and everybody, oh, he does the worm, and he does, yeah, bro. You maybe you went and wait, wait a little bit on that, since they're not gonna do for him what they did for O'Malley, which was, oh, he's got a little bit of it. Let's give him a bunch of tomato cans and rob him with bad judges to uh, you know, rob other guys, give him good, uh, you know, uh, judges decisions. So they. They pick and choose who they who they want to fix, um, and he just didn't he didn't realize, bro, Brazilian whose English is bad, you're probably not gonna get that fix like O'Malley, you know. So win fights, and then we can talk. But that's that's done, that's done. Yeah, and a lot of people think, uh, well, on Kyla, the the matchup that I guess is supposed to happen for UFC 300, we still only have nine fights slated. Is the Alex Pereira fight? Alex Pereira actually showed up at the what the UFC 297 conference, right, Rudy? Today, yeah. So he yeah. made an appearance there. Alex Pereira is seemingly everywhere. So I don't know if you you got you caught the conference, Eugene or Rob or Mark. If you guys watched or listened to any of the uh, media, it was no, kind of trash. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but I enjoyed we'll get to the hell out of it. 
But no, but on the lines of Ankylev, though, is that the matchup to make? Would that be a proper headlining a UFC 300 card? Mm. You know, I've always been a hater, but these days (laughs) my my hater ridge is 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 a nuclear powered. I mean, (laughs) no, I mean, honestly, like, you know, we're sitting here amongst ourselves. We would be entertained by it. But am I going to fuck up my Saturday night for it? I mean, that's that's the real. Am I going to get up and walk across the room, ignore my wife, maybe not, my kid, sit and watch it? Nah, hey, yo, I'll read about it the next day or I'll watch it on some stream. I'm not, they, 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 you know, they always talked about must-see TV. There are, no must, there are very few must-see fights anymore. And, and it was destroyed single-handedly by the bald ones. Single-handedly. <laughs> I mean, because you can see it now that they've released all these documents. They, that Lloyd Price idea that nobody here, fighters come and go, you're the man. He just, he he took that and ran with it and, and fundamentally crippled what should have been a healthy organization, right? Like, I don't know who runs the NBA, but stars happen in the NBA, whether that person puts them up front or not. Not the same with the UFC, not at all. And not the same, I mean, you know, it's it should be simple. How do you get to the front of the line? You win. <laughs> That's the guy, mm. those are the guys you want to see. That's not what's what's happened. I gotta. Why do I even know who O'Malley is? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry to yeah. re to re legislate or re adjudicate this thing, but he didn't beat Jan. Sorry, <laughs> no. Come on, come on, come on. Man. And Cheeto beat him too. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I've never been a, a, an O'Malley fan. I, I'll, I'll I'll not deny his skill. I mean, the guy's got talent, obviously, but uh, I don't know the, the the way they like you said they gave him. Fed him tom- tomato cans, and um, it's just one of those cases where you see this guy just he, he believes the hype, he believes his own hype, and I don't like it, man. I I, I think he's gonna he's gonna get a bad wake up call real soon. Well, he's he, he's what I like to call an if, and they got a few of those now. Uh, influencer fighters, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, they bring mm. people with them, so they become valuable. That that you know uh, that Patty and and Meatball have a TV show now. So like, get the. But, oh, you know what? You should have been doing that years ago, you know, when you had Keith Jardine and, and guys who actually, you know, Oleg Toktorov, who can actually act. But uh, yeah. that but that wasn't part, of, wasn't part of the plan. I mean, the, O'Malley, somebody made the case for O'Malley. The only case for O'Malley that made was, hey, I'm from Montana. Not a lot of cool stuff happens to us here. Let's give it to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> O'Malley as a Montana stand, I can accept that, you know. But um, And I also like the fact that sometimes – he proves himself not to be a company guy and he sticks his finger in the eye of the oopsie, but that justifies yeah. for them what screwing over fighters. Cause they don't like it. You know, he's calling John a prick. I, I understand calling John a prick from a personal level, but a professional level, he's just, doing, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said a few times, Eugene, that like, you know what they basically are not are coming out and saying that they prefer fighters over a barrel. You know, and there's not many stars left. Like, they're running out of stars. Like, they keep moving the needle, like you say, with the John Jones sweepstakes. Uh, you got Conor McGregor out there who's uh, apparently signed a BKFC deal with his beer. And he's doing other things outside of the cage, making tons of money. But as far as the stars in the UFC, that's why I'm reverting back to uh, Kyleb. I mean, Alex Perea is a pretty much a superstar. I mean, he's he's up there. He's yeah. on, on, the, on his way. But on Kyleb, could he be one of those guys like Khabib? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that a proper matchup at UFC 300? I think it can be just because of Perea. But uh, it's, again, the 205 division. Since Jones has left, what do we have here? I think on Kyle's, it's the best fighting the best. And that's what I like to see. And I think that's what a lot of the hardcores and, and us on this panel like to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but if you, let's, not to go historical and get weird about it, but you drop the needle at any point and uh, at any point, any year. And I, I, I'd venture, I guess it. There's six names that we would all know right now, and that's more than we have. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. like Ankalea, but I, bro, I'm not I'm not breaking the bank for that, especially given the price structure yeah. of that stuff. You know, I mean, some of us actually yeah. pay to watch the. Well, I don't know who those are, but some people out there pay for it. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> They're called bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So did you uh did everybody because I watched uh I had to rewatch the prelims of course for Ankalaev and uh, Walker but Eugene did you watch it through and through because I know the Jim Miller thing like the fight with Gabriel Benitez uh you're sort of in a dogfight and then he's getting the quick turnaround against Bobby Green 
there's a DC out there saying that Jim Miller's not not, not a Hall of Fame Hall of Jim Fame. Miller. Yeah, yeah, like uh, DC is kind of a hater, but I mean, who are you gonna put it? Like, is Diego Sanchez in the Hall of Fame yet? I don't think so, but Jim Miller, I guess. Like, yeah. What do you What are you guys thoughts? Well, um, not, you know, is Hall is Hall of Fame about endurance, or is there a special is there a special place we could carve out for endurance? Um, because I I would give it to Miller for you know I mean that's like the Emmett Smith Award, you know it's not so much that the guy achieved greatness every single time, but that he did so over a, a long period of time, and, mm. and in that way is significant, you know. Um, yeah, I that's a good point because I mean he's he's already do he already did UFC 100, he did UFC 200, yep. now he's doing UFC 300, and that's what he wanted. He's been saying that since UFC 100 that he's been wanting to do all the the you know the the num these number cards mm. so <clears throat> usc 200 just happened well not just but you know it's been a minute since it happened and he just fought now he's here back again at 300 so i think that's a good uh, a good uh, award if you want to call it to to give to jim miller yeah yeah for for longevity purpose longevity. i mean sure, there's mm -hmm. nobody else no one else can say that but like I said, I mentioned Diego Sanchez. Like he was never yep. the champion. He fought. Yep. He fought for the title, but yep. he was the original OG, uh, first yep. tough winner. So, in my opinion, Diego Sanchez is a Hall of Famer of the UFC. Yep. So, bro, Jim Miller. Also, yeah, we got to squint our eyes a little bit when we look at this because <laughs> is Jim Miller still fighting two hundred? You know, UFCs later because he likes it and wants to, or is Jim Miller? Yep. You know, is Jim Miller broke? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I just mean, like you have said too, uh, before Eugene, I know uh, I forget who you said did the study or the math on it, but Joe Lozon had earned the most yep. of any UFC fighter, whether it's like the outfitting pay yep. or per fight in his entire career. So that's a crazy stat, and I heard it from you, Eugene, on your podcast. Yeah, that was a, that was a John Nash stat. So yeah, so ah uh, Nash, shout yeah, out yeah. to John Nash. John's yeah. a man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I stole it from him, and just you talked about it on my show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the case. I mean, for a period of time, they said that the the most profitable actor in all of Hollywood for all of history was none other than Arnold. <laughs> right? Mm. Like, you know, on the waterfront and, you know, you know, any, none of his movies compared to the greats, but he was like the guy. And then the guy who supplanted him was Samuel Jackson, who was like the black Michael Caine. He just, there's not a movie he says no to. So yeah, these guys just through longevity end up doing, making some money. I hope Jim Miller is that way and not like Mark Coleman trying to sell belts on eBay, you know? Yeah, straight up. Yep. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I think it's a little well, weird to give give somebody who's who hasn't retired yet a Hall of Fame award. That's just me. I mean, I just think it's it's weird. We're gonna give a guy who's still actively fighting in in the organization a Hall of Fame award. I would yeah. say give it to him after he retires. Yep. Yep. That's one hundred percent right because the guy could stink up the joint really fast. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't, you know. And that's not a good look, right? What, what do you think the odds are of uh, Jim Miller retiring, hanging hanging it up that night? Oh, oh man, I got. I have to see the embedded. I have to see the embedded leading up to to the event and seeing where his yeah. head is at. Well, hold on, hold, hold on, fifty fifty right now. Is he married? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he he's retiring. <laughs> I think I, that's what I'm thinking, man. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah. He, he, you got to know when it's your time, man. Well, I don't even think that. I just can't imagine that any wives up there back in that play. You know, I mean, she's like the you know Giselle Butchin. You know, I retired. Nah, you know, come on, you know, they're not into that. Yeah, I think he's actually said something about that too. Like each time he mentions to his wife that you know getting back in camp and you know Jim Miller he's just constantly fighting it seems like he fights every <clears throat> three or four months and it's been that way since UFC 100 so great point Eugene I think uh I think Jim Miller hangs it up UFC 300 and we threw it out there for the UFC we proposed the Clay Guida Jim Miller fight the rematch and both of them retire at UFC 300 but I'd like to see that I'd like to see Guida stop yeah. fighting you know but I don't know yeah. if Guida's married I mean the thing is I have enough grief trying to cover the sport <laughs> with the wife. Yeah. I know, right? I, Same here. <laughs> I, I can't imagine doing like a fucking camp for each, you know, nah, yeah. man. Well, yeah. well, Rudy fired the shots earlier. 
uh, it's necessary that shots are fired. We're talking Sean Strickland, UFC 297. The grudge match is Drikas Duplessis. And Rudy, you've got the poster queued up. Uh, Eugene, we always do a grade of the poster. Last week's poster was completely awful. They started the year off pretty shitty, but I, I like this one, man. It looks, looks like, a, like Blade it, yeah, it looks like a Blade yeah. Runner feel to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks like I a dig movie. It, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. It does. It looks just like them. And that, and that's one of my 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 things that I always tell uh, the guys here. You know, if you want to sell a pay per view or you want to promote something, make your posters like a movie poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's I'm gonna give it a good rating. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine, bro. Nine yeah. for me. Nine point five. Yeah, that's nah, a good one. Yeah. Uh, you guys, they've been listening. Yeah, it's too easy. I'm giving it an eight. Fuck that. It is a Toronto Skyline in it. That would have made it, gave it a 10 for me. A Toronto Skyline would have given it a 10 for me. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Mark. Uh, nah, nah. Mark, you are, or how far are you from Toronto, Mark? Because Mark is our hour Canadian. Hour and a half down the highway. All right. Oh, okay. And how, how many Tim Hortons are on the way? Honestly, probably at least 20. Maybe at least 20. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know, you know, I got deported from your fucking country, right? <laughs> That's not, I didn't do it. Yeah, you did. It How did you know? It was, it they, was kicked you. they kicked me out as an undesirable alien. They walked me through the airport. Oh, that was Trudeau, not me. That was Trudeau. Yeah, in handcuffs. Walked me through the airport in handcuffs. Put me on any plane back to America, and the plane was going to Detroit. Any plane? Like, yeah, fucking Canada. Undesirable alien. Can you imagine? <laughs> Oh, now you're flagged as the undesirable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what to say, except. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been nice you know. Everybody's been nice to me since, so. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and along the lines of, well, we'll get to picks and predictions. Uh, we'll do the full card. Eugene, if you're welcome to stay, we could do the full card. Care, don't care style uh, odds. Yeah, but- we just got that. Yeah. I got at least 25 minutes. I'll give you 25 minutes. Awesome. Let's do okay. it. Let's 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 go through the prelims all the way to the main event. Okay. Uh, Rudy, you got the odds queued up. But, yeah, UFC 297, of course, uh, taking place an hour away from Mark, Toronto. And we're kicking the, uh, this fight card off with the known associate of the show. He's been on the show. Jimmy Flick versus Malcolm Gordon, men's flyweight. And I think it's a good match. I mean, both guys are – well, Jimmy Flick. Definitely going, you know, heavy grappling in this fight. And, man, his uh, takedown defense has got to be on point, too, because Malcolm Gordon can be dangerous. Uh, as a, uh, Both got great cardio. So I don't know what – I think this is a pick'ems fight, right, Rudy? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a pick'ems fight, man. Um, the odds on this one, Malcolm Gordon's a minus 210 favorite. You know, he's Canadian fighting against Jimmy Flick. They both dropped two in a row. Um I think it's a competitive matchup, but I think, you know, we've seen Jimmy Flick's better days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him walking away from this one. Yeah, you know, I'm going to be picking the Canadian on this. Uh, I'm going to have Malcolm X uh, will, uh, winning. Um, just like how uh, our buddy says, you know, he's, he's due for a win. So <laughs> no, in the in the words of the great <laughs> Tommy D, Tommy D. He's, du- he's, he's due, due for a win. win. Yeah, <laughs> he is due for a win. But, no, but I, you know what, uh, Malcolm, he's a he's a talented fighter, and not, um, nothing to take away from our boy Jimmy. But just like what Rudy said, man, I think we've seen better days of Jimmy Flick, and I don't know, maybe Jimmy turns around and and submits this guy. But I have uh, Malcolm yeah. winning. I mean, yeah, but I, Malcolm Gordon, yeah, been finished six times, or Malcolm Gordon finished five times. Uh, Jimmy Flick's been finished five times. So, Eugene, what do you see this uh, fight going? I, I don't care about this fight, but I tell you, I like Jimmy yeah. Flick because I'm a grappling guy. So, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, it's, it's a fight I would watch, but as to hazard a guess as to who's going to win, I, I got to go for a big DC on that, and that is a don't care. Yeah, yeah. First fight of the night, too, because I think both guys know they're fighting for the job, so... Yeah. I have, I have a, I see a finish happening at some point, and uh, my official pick will be Jimmy Flick by uh, some type of submission. Yep. And, and just so you know, the, the, the odds when this opened up, uh, Gordon was a, a minus 130 favorite, plus 110 underdog. Now, I mean, it, it's kind of winding up. Minus 210 favorite, plus 170 underdog. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think it should be a competitive fight, but like you said, maybe a sandwich fight of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But moving on, uh, women's flyweight action, Jasmine Jazadivicious against Priscilla Cachuera. And man, we always do. I'm always uh, reminded Cachuera when she got that beating from Valentina and it was like pretty much a murder in the cage. <laughs> Since then, she's had some good performances. Uh, Jasmine, man, she's tall. She's got the cardio. But Cachuera, though, she's usually pretty game and um, has some KO power in there. Mark, I already know who you're picking, but uh, I think there's yeah. a submission threat from Cachuera. But Jasmine, I can't pick against her here. She's uh, got the reach advantage, and she's tough, man. Her last couple outings, like, she was still game to the final minute of the fight. So. Well, I'm going to go for Jasmine, bro. <clears throat> I'm yeah. picking the Canadian again on this fight. Um, it's a uh, – I, I think jasmine has the reach advantage um yeah she does yeah, yeah six, so, 68 inch reach advantage uh well, yeah so they, inches, you know, three inch reach advantage she just has to stay away from cachoeira's uh takedown that's all if she can fight a fight then she'll win that fight perfectly yep. but she's got to fight her fight yep. she cannot let cachoeira get you know take her out of her fucking mm -hmm. Spot. Mm -hmm. no, there's there's that also that hometown curse, right? You know. Yep. That's like, true. That is true. But she fought in Canada last time. It took it to her so, and one. So you yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine we'll Jazz Devicious nine three and zero oh, minus four ten favorite. Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira wow. plus three hundred underdog. Yeah. Well, Damn, no, they they shit. both lost their last fight. Um, yeah. And I I don't know, man. I just I don't like betting against Jazz Devicious. Uh, she always she always wins when I bet against her, um, yep. and yep. I, I think this is going to be a Canada heavy kind of night. So I'm giving her mm -hmm. the win by decision. Yep. 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 Uh, moving on to the next fight, uh, still on the prelims, of course, men's welterweight Johan Lenis versus Sam Patterson. And I think what Sam Patterson was, was he from the contender? Or no, Johan's from the contender series. So um, yeah. I believe he's training with Faraz uh, Zahabi at TriStar up there. Uh, it's, it could be a clean <clears throat> Canadian sweep. That's what Mark was predicting. Hey, uh, what's that? Hey, John Nash used to use this thing called the Gins, which was uh, the John Nash scale of significance. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. At, and I don't know that this is that significant. I mean, I, no, I agree. Printing <laughs> their guts out, but are they are they in the top five, the top ten? Where are they is is there is there a reason that we should be watching this? Yes. Yeah. And I'll yep. tell you why. Young you, and you, no, Johan Liness is the Canadian Jake Shields. This motherfucker, dude. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'll, I'll bid for that. <laughs> oh my god, bro! I can see it now. <laughs> and when we're talking the like relevant uh, fights to Eugene, like you mentioned, uh, we're looking at Sam Patterson, who's a lightweight, moving up to welterweight. And he's ranked 291 at lightweight, according to Tapology. And Johan Lanise is number 91 at welterweight. So definitely you know, agree. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Jake, and Jake's got a lot of bad press recently for probably good reasons. But my, I don't think Jake has ever stood any higher than he, 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 he and his other friend of ours pick up this woman, these two women at a club. And they're driving back to one of the women's places. Jake is in the back making out with this woman, and he's like, you know, trying to undress her in the back seat. She's not. She says, "Wait, wait, 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 wait!" And they're about to get on the bridge and onto the Bay Bridge because she lives in Berkeley. She goes, "You get to my place. We can do whatever you want." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." She says, "If you do one thing for me," he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. what, what?" She goes, "Uh, what's my name?" <laughs> and Jake, in, in a burst of Einstein-like thinking immediately jumps from the car and runs back to the club. <laughs> I thought never has Jake stood higher than that moment when he made a command decision to just, I got to get back to the club. I got to get back. I don't know this chick's name. <laughs> Man. Sorry, I digress. I, I digress. It's okay. <laughs> well, so I, I think three, all of us are picking. Three decisions in a row. Three sandwich fights in the night to open up the card. I hope it gets better. I hope I'm wrong about these, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't see this this night opening up very strongly. I, you know, I yeah. think there's going to be a lot of decisions to start this card off, man, and it's all going to go Canada's way, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, and it may in fact go that way in this next is. bout with the uh, women's fly. I mean, women's strawweight. Excuse me, Pollyanna Viana versus Jillian Robinson, and. 
Jillian Robertson, we know what she does in there. I mean, the wrestling advantage, he's got a, quite a submission threat, a lot of armbar subs, and Pollyanna Viana, a lot of her losses are armbar submissions. But if she her, her fights usually end in the first round. She's got a lot of subs on her side. So this is, I don't know, I, I can't, I can't really, well, it's 20 against 19. Uh, it's kind of, it's a relevant fight at, it's women's straw weight. So uh, Jillian Robinson's, uh, Robertson's always been kind of like a, just the grinder. You got to get through her to get to the top 15 or so. And Pollyanna Viana's kind of dropped the ball lately, so I, I can't mm-hmm. trust her in this fight. I'm going Robertson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Robertson safe. decision. Yeah, I'm going with the vet as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jillian Robertson, minus 200 favorite, plus 165 underdog for Pollyanna Viana. They, they both, again, lost their last their last fights. Um, so they, they're coming in looking to, to bounce back. And I don't know, man. I, like I said, I, I just don't see this being a a night that's going to be bad for Canadians. So I think they built this card around these Canadians for a reason. Um, so I, I'm definitely going Julian Robertson by decision. Yeah. yeah, That's a safe pick. And uh, moving on the card, uh, prelim fights, of course, still men's uh, 135 wow. action. Serhi Sidi and Ramon Tavares, I believe they fought on the Contender Series. This is a rematch. And it's placed on the card kind of, I don't know if it's proper. It should stay right where it's at. They may, we're looking at topology. It could be switched around. But this is a fight that I don't I don't care a whole lot I about it. I don't give a re- shit about this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's a rematch. And the first yeah. time around, it was like a premature stoppage, I believe, or something like that. Because it was contender yeah. series. And yeah. I had to go back and rewatch a lot of those episodes. So, but um, I'm going to flip a coin here. And I'm going to, well, I'm going to go get the Canadian sweep. Of the prelims, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going for Sydney KO round three. Yeah, and moving on the prelims, we do have an actual. Well, uh, Sean Woodson's always excited, uh, exciting matchup. Uh, Charles Jordan definitely brings it's not it every Sean time. Yeah, he and does. Sean, Sean Woodson, no, <clears throat> he just came. He came that's off the a win yellow, overall, yellow bastard, bro. That's the guy. Oh, he's like, uh, that's the guy what's the other guy, me. Rob? Mac and yeah, me. the Mac and me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Charles Jordan's coming in on a two fight win streak. Uh, Woodson just won his last fight against Dennis Bazookas. Um, Woodson, man, he's got a weird frame. He's got long limbs. He's got a huge reach advantage. The guy's game. But Charles Jordan has fought some tough competition, better competition than Woodson. Uh, I think if he can land some heavy leg kicks, uh, make it a dog fight, the grappling, push Woodson back, uh, push him up against the cage, make it a war. Uh, Canadian sweep continues. I'm taking Charles Jordan. Uh, I, I think you're gonna find mm-hmm. yourself walking through the airport in handcuffs, man. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Woodson on that one. I, I like him. He's a gamer. Mm-hmm. What, are yeah, like, what, what are the odds? What are the odds? The odds on this one: uh, Charles Jordan's a minus two fifteen favorite, plus one seventy six underdog for Sean Woodson. Um, you know they're both coming off of wins, and I. I don't know, man. I like Charles Jordan, but after seeing some of the shit he's posting on Twitter, I'm just like, bro. And what he said at the at the press conference, I was just like, what the hell? Oh yeah, that's that's why Luba's important, kids. And then he, he posted some shit about this is what he put. I, I'll, I'll share this for you guys. It's it's fucking weird, and it just makes me feel uncomfortable about him now, which is kind of weird. Oh, but, uh, did he, did he say Lube. Yeah, he's like, that's why lube is important, kids. And I'm like, what? Why are you saying that the kids, what bro? What the fuck? Look at this. For this fight, I'm at disadvantage because of the reach. I will use the same strategy I use with my stepsister, penetrate and dominate. What the fuck? What the fuck? And that's not the first time that he's mentioned his sister, dude. He taught, you know, he has like hashtag sister fister. Um, hey, okay. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> and I'm just what like, what? you know, so I, I'm thinking about changing my pick just for that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he's he's way too into that stepsister <laughs> shit. Like, I guarantee you his fucking history is stepsister fucking porn, guaranteed. Bro, who says that kind of shit? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm changing my pick to Sean Woodson. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm changing it to Sean Woodson, bro. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. I might fucking change my pick, too. Fuck. There goes yeah. my fucking all-Canadian. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with Jordan, you fucking weird prick. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Well, moving on. FYI, uh, Rotten will beat your ass. Oh. But you ran from that fight. <laughs> moving on, the prelims, the headliner of the prelims, uh, always exciting. The former 
brave CF champion Brad mm. Katona, who's won tough not once but twice. And the guy is just a grinder, man, a cardio machine, this, veteran. Okay, this guy is a badass. And then you got Garrett Armfield, who's kind of just there, right? But the guy has <laughs> good – he has good stand-up. He better have the submission defense. I think this is some type – well, this fight is going to probably be very a grappling match. You know what I mean? Brad Katona shines. Yeah, Brad Katona shines in three-round fights, and a lot he doesn't really have a lot of finishes. But I think a finish may present itself here. But ultimately, Brad Katona, by decision, is going to be my pick. Superman yeah. is going to beat the shit out of this arm field. Guy. Yeah, I wouldn't say beat the shit. Maybe smother him. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think he's going to take it. It's going to go all three rounds, and it's going to be an easy easy decision. Well, I don't want to say easy, but it's going to be a decision win for Superman. Yeah, I've always been a fan of his, Brad. so... Nah, I got, I got no cares. I, I, you say grappling match and my ears perk up, but then I remember well, if I wasn't here, I could be at jujitsu. So I, that's where I'd rather be. But. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Katona's got to be the heavy favorite, right? And that one really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, bro. Okay. Brad Katona is definitely the favorite on this fight. Okay. Well, kicking off the main card, Arnold Allen versus Mosfar Evlovev. Rudy, you've been high on Mosfar for. A while now, and the guy is still undefeated, 17-0. and 0. This is his fight to really, you know, break the top five, top three-ish and get into title talks, right, this fight? Super, super significant fight. Yep. Yeah, uh, Mozart Evloev, 17-0, like you said, minus 165 favorite. Uh, going up against Arnold Allen, plus 135, slight underdog. Lost his last fight. Unanimous decision win to Max Holloway. Nothing to be uh, ashamed of. I don't know, man. Um, just w- the body language, watching them at the uh, the press conference, it's kind of weird, man. Um, Arnold Allen looked a little more intimidating, in my opinion. He looked bigger than Evloev. And Evloev just, I've seen him get caught. He recovers well, but I've seen him get clipped. Um, and I just, I'm thinking about switching my pickup, man. And I'm depending on, on how the weigh-ins go tomorrow, I want to see the face-offs. See how they how they look, but uh, I, I think I might be switching switching on over to Arnold Allen, man. Hmm. Yeah, Eugene, like, who you got? Uh, yeah, see, I want to go for Arnold Allen, but you know my ass is still sore from the Neil Magny effect. Yeah, huh. <laughs> like I really, I'm a re- I'm a big Arnold Allen stand. Like I, I and I, I find myself saying, ah, he he could pull us off, but I recognize that that, that, that kind of talk is coming out of me in the Neil Magny zone. It's more hope and dream you know, a thought and a prayer than it is any real fight analysis. Right. I think Elo was going to win it. And, uh, he would be my pick, you know. But that being said, if Allen wins, I'll say that I picked him to begin with, and I'll, I'll just say that you guys were lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm picking Evelyn yeah, for decision win. Yep. Yeah, premier matchup. Uh, this is the true test. Uh, get through Arnold Allen. I think uh, Elovev, uh Gets a, a pretty high level, maybe a main event slot next in his next fight for sure. And that that's an um, opener for the main card, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And moving on the main card, a man we're familiar with, Mr. Chris Curtis against Mark Hell Andrew Barrialt. And Chris Curtis, I think, man, how old is Chris now? Was he 36, 38? 36. 36. Okay, let me start by saying start that this card is full of Gictas. Gictus. And Chris Curtis, and Chris Curtis is a Gicta. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got, we got some echoes. Oh yeah, he is a Gict because I mean I don't know how many times he's screwed up my tapology, okay, but so, so, I think <laughs> it's a really serious standard. That means that's a guy I can't trust anymore, yeah. like, ever again. You know. <laughs> The fact that I don't think that about him means he's probably got me and was probably a Gicta, you know. You know what? He, he yeah, fights, I... fights to me like a guy who trains a lot. You, you know what I mean? He, he fights like um, like he's training. Um, mm. You know, with a certain amount of fire, but it just uh, and it, you know, and, and Strickland, who you know, his boy, I, I they have I think similar. These guys just train all the time, and they don't. I mean, for their heads, it's probably really good, but it's for the win record, not that great. But, but you know what? Yeah. Like Lucy and Charlie Brown, the football, I'm going to pick them because I dig dudes. So. Yeah, Chris Curtis is a 
probably the favorite in this fight. I think the uh, Andre Barrios, though, he's got. Uh, I mean, this might be. I don't know. He 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 shines when he's in the pocket. So if, if he wants to trade with Chris Curtis, I think Chris could probably catch him. Though I think uh, my official pick would probably be KO TKO Chris. He needs a big finish. He needs a good win. And I think Barrios is the matchup here because the Calvin Gastelum thing. It's previous matchups. They're just they're kind of weird and. I don't know. Those weren't that wasn't his night, but I know this time around his boy uh, Strickland headlining the card. They want to come out and show out because a lot of those guys at Extreme Couture have been doing pretty damn good things lately. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, Chris Curtis uh, minus one sixty five favorite. Um, Mark Andre Barrial plus one forty underdog, which is kind of weird considering he's a Canadian on his home turf, younger guy, um, doesn't have nearly as many fights as Chris Curtis, but. The action man is an action man for a reason. It, this is a hard pick for me, man. But like I said, I, I think this is going to be a very Canada intense event. So I, I, I'm going to go with Barry out by decision. <laughs> You're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before before we get ahead with the fight card, I just want to get onto the comments and say that Emmett says Eugene is a real G. So the compliment on you, Eugene. And that the uh, 2024 is uh, Allen's breakout year. So he's going to get burpees. <laughs> hope not. I hope not. But yeah, yeah just wanted yeah. to get that out of the way. All right. Next up. All right, next up. Yeah. Moving on the main card. Uh, speaking of the Gicta of all Gictas, Eugene, I brought it up for a reason. Here he is. Neil Magny nah, nah, versus nah, Mike nah, Mallet. I'm out. <laughs> I won't be fooled again. I will not be fooled again. No way. Go ahead. You guys talk about it. I'm out. <laughs> what well, has I'm been picking, said before? I'm picking Mala for submission win round two. And, and Neil Magny is going to screw up your picks and win by a knockout. I, know, I hope bro. Neil Magny wins, bro. I, I really do, do. man. I love Neil. He's we're, we're friends on Facebook. I met him in person. Such a nice guy. But, man. Hey, if you're at a casino and you're up, like, with the chips and Neil Magny walks by, like, <laughs> immediately need to leave the casino, <laughs> right? That, that, he's the cooler. <laughs> right, man. He will fuck <laughs> up your picks. No oh, God. Man, Mike Mallett is a first-round fighter. He's got plenty of finishes in the first round. If, in mm. fact, it does go past the middle portion of the second round, it might be the Neil Magny effect and be a Neil Magny fight. So I'm kind of, hey I don't know. Neil Magny has that pattern of loss, win, loss, win, loss. He's due. He's due for a win. For <laughs> He's got you. He's got you. <laughs> I'm going to have a Man. bet slip with his name on it. Yeah, yeah my pick is uh, Mike Mallett, though. Uh, some Maybe by decision, but it's Neil, the gift to Magny. Keep in mind. Moving on, the co-main event of the night. We're going to finally see who's going to be the successor to the throne that the lioness left. And we got Raquel Pennington against Myra Bueno Silva, which was supposed to be, what was the original matchup? Wasn't it um, Pennington versus who? Do you remember? It was uh, Juliana Pena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. So that was the fight. We'll probably end up getting that fight with either of these ladies, depending on what happens here. But, Kale Pennington, she's fought the best. She's kind of like the female version of Uriah Faber here. This is, what, her third title shot, but she's on a 5-5 winning streak. She has been on the layoff. Myra Bueno Silva is just dangerous everywhere. This is, uh, I don't know what the odds are, but it's a tough fight to call here. I don't really have a good read on it. Yeah, minus 170 favor for Myra Bueno Silva, plus 140 underdog for Raquel Pennington. Rocky's been on a on quite the streak, man. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. This is a pick'em's fight for me. Uh, if I had to say someone's gonna win, I, I'm, I think I'm gonna go with Myra Buena Silva. She's yeah, I, she's just not, she, you know. Pennington's great, but she's just a lot of decision wins. Yep. And Buena Silva's a finisher, man. She didn't she she finished Holly Holmes, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, submission. But they took it away because they she got popped for some stupid crap. Yeah, that's right. And Pennington, I mean, look at her. She's on a 5-5 winning streak, and most of her losses are to champions. So she's one of those type fighters where it's the big stage, big lights. Uh, she's losing fights. She, uh, this is her last opportunity to to seize the title here. And uh, Myra Bueno Silva has been a surging contender for a while. 
she's earned uh, her spot here on the card, but she's deadly, deadly in the clinch, elbows, knees. Um, Pennington, I don't know. She's going she's gonna to have to avoid the clinch. I think Buena Silva is going to shine in the clinch. If it happens quick, I wouldn't be surprised if Silva finishes it too. My pick is Bueno Silva yep. by submission. Yep. I got Pennington by decision. Shit's for all the marbles, folks. This is to determine who's the baddest lesbian out in there. It's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The main event of the evening, the grudge match that, well, we do want the Izzy fight for either of these guys. Sean Strickland. I don't know if he gets the rematch. If he does win, Vickis Duplessis. They kind of, what do they do? They called it a truce, right? And they just toned it down a little bit. It's not as bad as it was. Uh, Strickland sent him messages uh, apologizing, right, Rudy? And we're going to have a good fight either way. Both of these mm-hmm. guys are game. Like, Sean Strickland is just absolutely shredded. Uh, Vickis Duplessis is a fucking juggernaut. So uh, it's a very proper fight, the best fight in the best. I'm glad Vickis has earned uh, this spot here to fight for the title. What are, the, what are the odds? What are the odds? What do they have? Minus, minus 120 favorite for Sean Tarzan Strickland versus uh, plus 100 um, underdog for Drikus Duplessis. Uh, right now, pick him. It's yeah. pretty much even, man. Drikus is uh, even, minus 120 favorite for Sean. So he's a slight favorite. And rightfully so. Um, I don't know, man. This is, I think this is going to be, why the fuck did I put some mission Strickland round two? Hell no, that's not <laughs> happening. It's going to be Strickland to be a decision. Decision. Uh, yep. I, that's my hope. Realistically, Drickus, I, I think, I don't know, man. He's a finisher, bro, and he's a he's a hitter. If, yep. if he gets taken past the second round, what's yeah, the, good, what's good luck. The reach matchup. Uh, 76-inch reach for both of them. They're both six foot one, 76-inch reach advantage. So it's pretty much they're clones, man, they're clones of each other. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to, trying to figure out what, what the jungle wants in this instance. And I think the jungle wants Strickland to win. So oh, everybody, dude, you should have seen Canada was going crazy for Sean Strickland. And they booed the shit out of Drickus. I haven't seen one event where Drickus Duplessis was not booed. Um, <laughs> Which makes me like him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 li- I like I like him. Uh, it's just. I like Sean a little more, so yeah. sorry, Drickus. Uh, I hope you well, go to sleep. In the, on the presser, uh, Duplessis was like telling the crowd, y'all are the weakest booers.